Welcome to the B2B Marketing and Copywriting Podcast. I'm your host, Linda Malone, certified conversion copywriter, copy strategist, and founder of Copyworks. Join me each week as I speak with experts in the fields of marketing, copywriting, decision-making, psychology, and more, all with one goal, to help you attract your ideal customers and inspire them to take action. On a panel this past week, it was a live LinkedIn audio event on how to build a personal brand on LinkedIn. In this week's episode, I would like to share how I responded to questions from the host that specifically pertain to the copywriting aspect. Okay, so let's dive right in. So the number one question that he asked me was, how do you create a brand voice on LinkedIn as an individual? Because we know brand voice usually pertains to companies. So what if you're just an individual and you want to create your own brand? So here are the things you want to consider. Define what your brand pillars are. So what I mean by this is establish your core values, your skills, and attributes that define you professionally. Are you an innovator, a thought leader, or maybe even a skilled communicator? And number two, consistency is key. You hear this all the time, and it still pertains to creating a personal brand. You want to have a consistent tone, a language style, and visual aesthetics such as your color schemes and images. So they make your profile easily identifiable. People can tell right away when they are running through their feed, oh, this is, you know, like my, I have a purple background on my profile. It's got me right away as part of it. And number three, audience awareness. So you want to know your audience very well and their expectations. So tailor your voice to resonate with them, either whether you're targeting, maybe you're looking for a new job. So you want to resonate with recruiters, or if you're looking to create a persona around being an industry expert, make sure that that is what your audience is, you know, what you give your audience, what they, they may be expecting from you, that kind of thing. And then fourth, your content strategy is what you want to look at. So mix up the types of content that you post. So try different things. So articles, short posts, long posts, carousels, videos. It showcases the various facets of your brand voice. Videos in particular at this recording is getting pushed through quite a bit on the algorithm. So that's something to try out is the videos. And fifth, you want to engage, but don't broadcast. In other words, don't just talk about yourself or what is happening with you, at least not without linking it to something that pertains to your audience. So this could also be commenting, and this is super important, and it's not talked about enough, but instead of just you know talking about yourself, leaving comments, especially comments on people whose attention you would like to attract. You want to leave comments that are valuable, like adding on to whatever they said or asking a question. That's something I don't do enough of that is really a good way to get people to engage with you. The second question the host asked me is, how do you weave an authentic narrative on LinkedIn without oversharing or appearing unprofessional? So a lot of this you would think would be common sense, but apparently it's not. <laughs> LinkedIn is not a platform like some of the others that really people kind of spill their guts and really, you know, crying and carrying on. LinkedIn is, it should be a little more reserved, but you also want to appear like a human, right? So the key points here is think about the story arc 
that you want to include when you talk about something that is kind of personal to you. So you want to highlight the growth that you experience through that experience, that your life experience, uh, challenges that you overcame maybe, and how you evolved as a person or, or professionally. And they also, you also want to consider professional boundaries. And this really does come down to common sense. I think the rule is if it's a very emotional topic, that you want to wait until the emotion is out of it. So if it's something that really upset you, say you were let go and you really want people to know that you're looking for work, but you're still upset about it, wait until you've calmed down or you can talk without it, if it's a video, without it being a super emotional um, post. And it's not that there's anything wrong with it, but people will be distracted by that more than what your message is. So you want to keep it, still on the up and up and somewhat professional, even if you're being transparent and a bit vulnerable. And you also want to showcase your expertise, not just your credentials. So a lot of times people talk about awards they won or different things that they've accomplished, which is great, except you want to always bring it back to what your expertise is and why. So if, if you're trying to attract attention of somebody you know, to, that you want to hire you, you want to showcase your expertise and use the narrative in that way to talk about not just the what you did, but why you did it and how you did it. So it kind of rounds out that story. And you also want to make sure that you're, be open about your journey, but make sure it's relevant to your personal brand. And look for gaps. Uh, if there's gaps in your career or other aspects that may be seen as flaws, you can use them to your advantage by turning that into an authentic part of your narrative. So a lot of people relate more to you as a person when they know that you've had issues in the past or something failed. We like to hear about that because it just shows that you're not infallible. Because none of us are. Okay. And so the next question I was asked, how do you tailor your LinkedIn post to serve more than one objective? So say, you know, you, you have different things you want to accomplish or talk about, but you don't want to dilute your brand or your voice. So you want to plan content that serves multiple objectives. So think of in your mind what you're trying to achieve. So networking, maybe thought leadership, job searching, whatever it is, and put them together, kind of weave them into a brand voice like that's unified or kind of merges so that it, it creates one voice that still makes sense as a whole. So it's it's still focused on your voice. And also think about content buckets. So dividing, like think about themes. What are the themes that you want to have on your post? So for me, it's copywriting, marketing. And now that I've switched my niche a little bit to health and fitness, from SaaS, those would be like my three major buckets, copywriting, marketing, health and fitness. And each post that I write should be in one of those buckets. So sometimes I write about how to improve your copywriting. Other times it's a marketing theme. And now I'll be adding some health and fitness. And even if it's something like how fitness relates to marketing, or then I've done posts like that. Anything that still has one of those buckets in mind. So think about what you would like to talk about and, and how you want to be known. And then don't forget about using hashtags and keywords. Hashtags are cool on LinkedIn because once you start using 
hashtags consistently. And I recommend three to five seems to be the number that you want to stick with. It's not like Instagram where you have like 25 hashtags. But once you start using particular hashtags, the LinkedIn algorithm will pick up on it and they will add it to your profile. Like if you look at mine, it'll say talks about, and then it has hashtag copywriting, hashtag uh, marketing, hashtag, you know, fitness. And so people who are using hashtags to find a particular subject will be drawn and, and directed to your profiles. And then also think about, like I mentioned this earlier, you know, flexibility in your formatting. So don't just stick with one thing. Just try out different things. Like carousels right now are pretty hot. They have been for a while, but sometimes text is better. Um, it, just test and see what seems to work for you. I use the Shield app, which is directly linked to LinkedIn. It tracks everything from your engagement to the time of day. Like you can look for patterns in that, which is what I love about Shield. And then also, if you feel like your LinkedIn profile isn't capturing your true voice or your value proposition, how do you know how to improve it? So there's three ways and they follow the three C's. So number one is clarity. Look at your headline and your summary. Would someone who knows nothing about you or your industry immediately know what you do? If the answer is no, then it's time to rework that copy. And then consistency, look at your profile from top to bottom. You know, does your brand voice stay the same? Does it zigzag from formal to casual? Is it inconsistent? Because if it's inconsistent, it's going to dilute your message. So you want to make sure the tone and style are coherent throughout. And I mentioned this earlier, and super important. And then compelling value. Ask yourself, why would someone want to connect with me? So if your profile doesn't provide like a compelling answer to that question, it's lacking that I must connect with that person factors. This is where your unique value proposition needs to be unmistakable. And that brings me to the final thing about finding your value prop, which was actually the first question in this interview. I've talked about this before, but how do you find what your value proposition is? And this is the thing that separates you from your competition. So what you want to do with your value prop is you want to find that gap between what your competitors are doing and what people want and they're not getting from your competitors and you want to fill in that gap. So it could be like with clients I've worked with, sometimes it's just really phenomenal customer support, which sounds like, oh, it's not a big deal. It is a big deal, especially now with so many things being automated. When you have like, you can actually talk to a person, it's it's like a luxury now, right? So the things... To, to do to find your value prop is, of course, you have to do a lot of deep dive research. This includes customer interviews, could be people who work with you, people who may want to work with you in the future, people who worked with you in the past, even people, and this is the hardest to find, who decided not to work with you and went with somebody else. If you can talk to them and say, hey, what, you know, what was it that made you make that decision? And then it, all of these things, and of course, all the other research, social uh, networks, and what people are saying on sites like Reddit, that's all super important. And then you want to create, you want to create a value proposition that can be summed up in one sentence, that can be said in one breath, that is, and here are the criteria, okay, unique, desirable, specific, succinct, and memorable. 
So it's going to be short, specific, something that people want, and it will stand out in their minds and that they won't be able to forget when they think about you. So just really quickly to review. So how do you create a brand voice on, on LinkedIn? I talked about the brand pillars, consistency being key. How do you weave an authentic narrative on LinkedIn? And this is about really linking your stories to a professional outcome or like an outcome that you know shows what you overcame, the challenges you overcame. How do you tell your posts to serve more than one objective? And this is by having content buckets so that you know you're going to pull from one of those buckets when you post. And then if your LinkedIn profile isn't capturing your true voice, you know, how can you identify the areas to improve? And this was the three C's, clarity, consistency, and compelling value. I hope you found this helpful. If you do, please give it a thumbs up and give me a a rating. I would love that. And if you share it with people who you think might be interested, it would help to uh, get the word out. Thanks so much for listening. And that is a wrap of today's episode. I hope you found some actionable advice that you can use to help you improve your copy conversions. And for even more copywriting exclusive tips, be sure to click the link in the show notes to sign up for my weekly newsletter so you don't miss a beat. And as always, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave a review. It really helps me out. Talk again soon.